Alright everybody, welcome back uh, to episode 2. Um, I really have nothing to say for the intro. I mean, today is February 21st. It is a Friday. Today was Ben Roethlisberger's checkup. I'm unaware of how that went, but I'm sure it went well, because it's Ben. Let's hope, because without him, we're probably going to have another horrible season. Well, most likely. But, you know, you know, it's okay. It is okay to have a horrible season, because then you rebuild. Wow. And then you get T-Law. Yeah, but also, the Steelers didn't really expect it this year, and kind of was really bad. And who's bad? Steelers aren't bad. I mean, our defense is very good. Our offense just needs improvement. I think with Ben there, we'll be fine. Yeah. All right. um, You are joined by the boys, Connor, Noah. We have going on there. So I think we're going to go around in a circle and decide on who we drafted in our mock draft. These were used using, um, this was used using the Draft Network, uh, a great website for mock drafts. Uh, it has great Absolutely prospect amazing. rankings and everything. So, uh, Noah, do you want to start with who you think? Um, my, uh, my first pick for the Steelers, Jacob Eason, ended up falling to me. I think that if Eason ended up falling to them, that... Uh, that would be a great pickup for the Steelers, especially because he is literally, like, he's a mirror image of Ben. He's 6'6", weighs 230 pounds, and uh, he has a great arm. Can throw throw deep, put it right where it needs to be for the receiver, and uh, if he fell to them, that would be a, uh, that would a, be steal. a great move. A steal. Yeah, a steal. He is, like, ridiculous. This kid, this kid's ridiculous, like, ridiculously good. He reminds me of Ben, because he can just put it exactly where you need it to be in the clutchest moments. Yeah. The only thing that worries me is that he went to Washington. And Washington, of course, isn't the best school in the Pac-12. It doesn't exactly well, have the best competition. It, it's in the Pac-12. I mean, what else can be said? If it was in the SEC, they would probably win zero games every season. But, uh, you know, a lot of good NFL talents have come out of the Pac-12. So. Right, good NFL talents. Um, who, who would you say came out of the, like, the I, Pac-12? You know, Maragoda. He was a great college player. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of Oregon Ducks have been very productive ducks, yeah. players. My draft choice, uh, I think that you know Jacob Easton. I don't believe will fall to the Steelers, even if it's projected to that in the mock draft. I think that our best choice will either be, I think J.K. Dobbins or Thaddeus Moss. Now, I think that those two are interchangeable because they're both uh, big positions of needs for the Steelers. But you know, yeah, Thaddeus is awesome. He's, he's one of my favorite players in the draft. He's so electric. Uh, so who's your choice? Thaddeus Moss or J.K. Dobbins? Either one, really? Yeah. I mean, it's interchangeable. All right. Mine is 5'10", 217 running back. Connor just spoke of him. J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. This guy is amazing. He's basically Le'Veon Bell in college. He has all the assets that can make him a great running back. He can, he can run you over. He can put you on your, on your butt with a juke. He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants to you. He can truck it. He can juke it. He can spin over you. He can spin over you. He can spin around you. Uh, he's got, he can run in the open field. He can also run when he can test it. He can do a bunch of things that you just don't expect from other other running backs in the draft this year. All right. So uh, to start off our third, or, well, that was... It, it, it's the third, actually. I did check that. It's the third. Oh, it's the third? Yeah, it's going to be the third. So uh, 
our second third round pick. Or, well, our first third round pick, I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. You got it. You got it. It would be Jared Pinkney out of... For you. Uh, that's who your guy is. Out of, yeah, out of Vanderbilt. He's 6'4", 254. Um, I've read some scouting reports on him. Apparently, he is a very great... Uh, he can catch the ball very well. He also can... Uh, he has good run-after-catch ability, but one thing about him is his routes aren't, like, insane. Like, he's not going to destroy anybody on a route, like how a Travis Kelsey would or anybody like that. Like Kittle. Yeah, or Kittle. But the, is that your pick? Jared Pinkney. Tight yeah, end. Jared Pinkney. All right. Tight end out of Connor, who's your selection out of the third round? I agree with no on Jared Pinkney, especially if they uh, don't draft Thaddeus Moss, which, honestly, I don't think will fall that far into the draft, okay. um, but I, I agree with Jared, uh, Pickney. Yeah, Pickney? Yeah. yeah. I agree with him. My my guy was uh, an, actually a D-tackle because my theory is that if you re-sign Bud Dupree, you're not going to have enough cap room to sign Javon Hargrave, who is a stellar D-tackle this year. He really helped boost that defensive line, and you might not be able to re-sign him after Bud Dupree. So I have drafting a D-tackle from Oklahoma, McTelvin again. He he matches yeah it's a, it's a strange name I admit that What's his name again? Yeah, McTelvin again. Um, he has he matches Hargrave's stature and he has the same quickness as Hargrave. He can get off the line quick and bully offensive guards and centers. He has fir- good first step ability to get off the line quick and get in and sack the quarterback. I think he just mirrors Javon Hargrave and it's worth taking a third round pick on him. So that's my it's McTelvin again. Uh, fourth round, or, yeah, fourth round pick. I ended up getting Ben Bredesen, the inside lineman out of, uh, Michigan. He's 6'5", 316. He's great blocker, uses hands very well, um, doesn't get called on very, uh, doesn't get called on many penalties. Well, doesn't commit, and, uh, he could be a great pickup for the Steelers, especially with, uh, an aging offensive line that... Really needs help. Yeah, it does need help. Like Ramon Foster. He would easily go in there and replace Ramon Foster. Connor, who do you have for the fourth round? Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have anybody. Uh, I figured. Connor very unprepared for this. Connor did not do his mock draft. But pretty, pretty. I feel all right. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna tell you what position I think we should get. Okay, go ahead. You know that. Go ahead and tell. I feel like we should definitely get offensive linemen. Uh, (laughs) What is it? Third round? Fourth round. Fourth round. All right. So fourth round. You know, you're not looking for that huge name, but you need someone to build upon. Yeah, this is where teams like the Patriots really excel. This is where they build a younger team below their new team. Right. Smart. Yeah. That's true. My guy is actually the same as Noah, it's Ben Bredesen. He's awesome. He's 6'5", 316, very similar to Ramon Foster. Uh, uses his hands well, like Noah said. Big target. Uh, has used his talent well in Michigan to help out Shea Patterson. I think he would just be a great addition and fitting great at Pittsburgh. He's a bully, and he, he's great. He, he's a great addition. Noah, who do you have in the sixth round? Like, I thought uh, we were going to I have Sewell Alan Nalai. There you go. You've been pronouncing his name all day. You've been so excited to talk about him. Now you can't pronounce it. Sewell Alamano, I think is how you say it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, he's a running back at a TCU. His size is insane. He's 6'3", 240. He squats over 700 pounds. 
and has the name of Bruce Feldman's Freakless multiple times. Um, he also is, he has great cuts, and he is faster than any man that is 6'4", 240 pounds is. Oh, he moves fast, he can hit the hole, he kind of reminds you of Bell, especially the size. Well, I mean, he seems a little bigger than Bell. No, Bell, what was Bell, like 6'3"? Six, six, no, Bell was like 6'2", or 6'1", I think Bell. Bell's slower, shorter than that. I don't think so. How tall is Lady Bell? <laughs> 6'1". He's 6'1". I mean... 225. That's only, what, two inches taller, but I mean, he's... he's. It's, no, he imagine you like if you were two inches taller. He reminds me a lot more of, um... He reminds me... <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me a lot of, uh... Someone with, like... Yeah, he does... Derrick Henry, kind of. Big dude. Uh, mostly a power back, but can still put a move on you and have great acceleration outside the... In, inside the tackles. Inside the team. Connor, okay, I know you didn't do your draft, but what position do you think the Steelers should take in the sixth um, round? I think or the fifth do round, defensive round. tackle, uh, because this is, this is our fourth, fifth this round sixth. draft pick. No, this is our sixth round draft pick. Oh, well, close enough. Anywho, I think we should get a D-tackle, because we're probably going to have to cut Hargrave or just let him walk with our cap. So Yeah, our cap is horrendous. We're going to have to get a D-tackle somehow. Because you really don't have a good one besides Hargrave. And that's where you go with again. My sixth round draft pick is also on offense like Noah's. It's tight end Jacob Breland. Now, oh my God. these He's guys... about this guy all week. Noah and Connor do not like this man. They find um, that he's not going to be good in the NFL. But he has the same stature as Heath Miller. He has the same... He's 6'5", 250. Same stature as Heath Miller. He also has the same abilities as him. He's a great red zone target and can also block for you when needed. He went to Oregon, and he the only downside is that he's kind of injury prone. He blew out his knee uh, his senior year, so he didn't get a lot of game game time. But in, in his junior and sophomore freshman year, he really excelled being a tight end. And I think that it really depends on the system you put him in, and if he gets a lot of targets, which the Steelers do, they always like their tight ends. But since Heath Miller... They've always thrown to their tight end with Ben. So I think Breland has a great chance to be an actual red zone target and be a vital part of the offense. And the main reason we're drafting a tight end is because I think Vance McDonald has to be cut. He takes up way too much cap. He's taking up too much cap room. And I think that's the reason Noah is taking Pinckney in the third round. Is because he's not he's big enough. Like he's a big enough target when Vance gets out. Noah, do you have a seventh round selection? Um I ended up taking uh, Antoine McFarland out of... Uh, Is he related to Booger? <laughs> In relation to Booger. No, yeah, but he's a safety out of uh, Maryland. He has great athleticism, can get to the ball fast. I think that he's just one of those players. He's a seventh rounder, you know, not going to make an impact. And I'm not saying he couldn't, but, like, if he... Uh, he made it to the uh, seventh round. He'll be a great addition for the Steelers, especially with a, especially with a uh, safety needy. Uh, Needed. Uh, yeah. Got Terrell Edmonds. That's yeah. a good depth behind him, basically. Terrell Edmonds is only like good run score safety. Right. Exactly. Connor, do you have anybody? What position do you think the Steelers should draft? Yeah, Honestly, any. It's a seventh round draft pick, guys. I mean, yeah. just just to name some prominent selections in the seventh uh, round. <laughs> Literally Tom Eddie. Brady, 
Okay, well... Antonio that, Brown. That's one in a million. That's literally one in a million. Antonio Brown? Okay, well... It's, it's two just, in a million. It's, yeah, it's literally... It's a Jerry Rice. Graphic. Jerry was he? Rice was not the Yes, he was. I swear to God, he was. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Jerry Rice draft pick. Second time today. Never mind. He was a 16th <laughs> round. He, he was a first round pick in the 16th oh, pick overall. Yeah, Jerry Rice. My bad. Oh, I ran out of ammo. But, uh... Uh, my seventh round selection is an actual player that I think can make an impact on this team. He is a wide receiver from Vanderbilt, Kalijah Lipscomb. And I know you guys say he's irrele- like irrelevant players basically only get drafted in the seventh round, but this guy has talent, and I think he's he's shifty and he's small. He has talent out the wazoo. Out the wazoo. Yeah. You could say the wazoo is out. Out of the he, he's ju- he's got the talent. Out the wazoo. Out the wazoo. He's kind of like a Johnny Holton and Darius Hayward Bay. He'll cut. He'll be there for speed, basically. Uh, so I think that personally, you could use him as a kick returner. Okay, we do need one. Okay, we do be needing. Yeah, we do need a kick returner. Ryan Switzer is not working out. I'll tell you Switzer's that. Switzer's a bum. Leave anything you have to say. Just uh, communicate and can I say another one? Now I think what we should get to, and Connor is maybe not as knowledgeable on this as, right here. as football, but <laughs> me and Noah will speak about the Pens. <laughs> he just killed himself. The Penguins' success has been, to say the least, extraordinary. Yeah, but last night had me frustrated. Well, yeah, I mean, we did we lose, lose four, four no- nothing to the Maple Leafs. And now, are we still, I think, now we're second. No, 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 we're the same. Uh, Don't the Canadians oh, yeah, suck? Because the Caps lost last night, too. Jack, weren't the Canadians really bad? The Canadians? Go Maple Leafs. Canadians are... No, the Maple Leafs are pretty average. Average to above average. They're okay. But I think that the Pens will easily make make the playoffs. They won't get beat in this first round. They'll make it probably the round before the Cup. They'll probably make it the round before the Cup. They might even make the Cup. They have such a solid team, and Coach Mike Sullivan has done a great job of motivating his team with all the injuries. You had Crosby that went down, Russ went down, Marino went down, Gensel went down, Malkin's been out for a few days here, which isn't as big. Zucker's a beast. Zucker, the recent trade acquisition, has been very helpful with assists. He even had uh, two goals the other night. I think that this team easily can make a run at the Cup. It's one of the best hockey teams, and that game against the Maple Leafs, the game... At home, where we beat them five nothing or five one, five two, I can't remember the exact score, but it was something like that. It was one of the most solid, well played hockey games I've seen in a while. It had great defense, great puck skills, and it had the ability to really get this hockey team up and running. It gave them the juice it needed to maybe motivate them to the playoffs. Juice. There is nothing better than playoff hockey in Pittsburgh. I mean, we're used to it. We're spoiled. We got we flipped every fan flipped out this year when the Steelers went eight and eight. They lost the show with a fourth string quarterback. Well, I mean, it really it was kind of expected. I mean, once Ben went out, I know I don't know about you, but I didn't really expect to make the playoffs. I mean, well, yeah, I didn't. They looked worse with Ben playing than they did with. Well, because Ben wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. Was still. Ben sucked. Ben sucked. Honestly, he threw like three interceptions already. Remember when that dude texted us and tried to say Case Keenum was better than Ben? He is. What do you mean? H-T-T-J-R. Yeah, on Instagram. Tried to say that uh, he was better. Case Keenum was better than Ben Roethlisberger. No, you shouldn't have said his name. And that Ben Roethlisberger is a uh, fat man. I agree. 
Red, oh, red uh, is fat, but that, that was that's what yeah, makes it good. I'm telling you, fat, they said it on um, some a guy said it on Pat McAfee's podcast. Fat Ben is a better Ben, and he's true. Why is Fat Ben better than Ben? <laughs> because I mean, he's literally Ben. He's the pinnacle of a fat uh, pocket quarterback. That's like Colin Coward said. Colin Coward said this is supposed to be a quarterback. This is a quarterback. This isn't an offensive lineman. He was six. He was six five. 240. Yeah. And that's what makes him so good is he's literally enormous. Yeah. He's hard to bring down, I'll tell you exactly. that. Exactly. Anyway, we got off topic pretty quickly. I was talking about the Penguins, and now we're at football. I don't even know the Penguins. Okay. Anyway, you got a couple great games coming up this weekend. We got the Sabres on Saturday, and um, a huge game wow. on Sunday against the Capitals. That game is one of the biggest games all year. Um... But like I said, I mean, this team is almost as solid as any other team you can think of. Uh, the 2000, what was it, 16 team that won, the, that won the cup? This team is almost just as dominant as that. As that. And you made a good trade acquisition with Jason Zucker. Um, you motivate your team with Sidney Crosby playing better than he ever has. I mean, I don't know about that. better than... He's playing Sidney Crosby-like. He's playing as Crosby always played, as a stellar... Better lineman. Yeah. Or better, not better lineman, better forward. Than that, or but center. take, it's going to be the Pens and the Blues. Pens are going to come out on top 4-2 in the series and win the Cup. The Blues are going to go back to the Cup, but they're going to lose this time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're actually really good this year. Well, the Blues are good. They're, it's crazy how a small market team like that can, uh, and like that, uh, well, <laughs> take no parts. It's because Sorry. they're not, like, it's not the MLB. The no caps, the no salary no caps. caps. That's so stupid. It is stupid. I agree. Like, then, then you have teams like the uh, Pirates that have minimal cap room, and then you have a team like the Yankees that still has two hundred million in cap and have a three hundred million dollar pitcher. Right. Like <laughs> that. That's what it gets unfair. Like a team should not be able to have Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo uh, Stanton, DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. And all the and everyone Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, all those exactly. players, and you all have all those players that would be. Uh, clean up. Half of their hitters could be cleanups for any other team. Right. Yeah, I mean, salary yeah, cap in baseball has gotten absolutely insane. It's Teams you, should not be able to have the god-tier teams they do have. The only the best small market team that I can think of that last won the, Super, the World Series, like, that, counting the Nationals. The Nationals weren't small. They're not small, but they're, they're medium-sized or small. They're not a Yankee or a Dodger. They're not a humongous... You know who's a good team? Who's a good team? And the MLB was kind of underrated. Who? The A's. Well, yeah, the A's have always been good, but they've been unrecognized because they play in the same district as San Francisco, and San Francisco has always had a history of being just dominant. I mean, they had that run from basically 20, 2008, basically 2008 to 2017 where they made the playoffs every, when they won the World Series almost every other year. I was talking to this Uber driver. <laughs> And he said... Of course you were. He was... He said... He's a... Uh, he's a uh, Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. But he said that he thinks if the... He thought that the Pirates in 2015 and all of that were, like, going to be in the World Series in a couple of years. Well, you could, yeah, like, they, they probably would have been if they didn't... They didn't build on after that year. They, ne- they didn't add anybody, and they didn't bring up any prospects after that year. They just decided that, you know what? Who cares? You think we're going to be a playoff team? <laughs> Psych. Gotcha. 
Like, you have that good of a team with Kutch, AJ Burnett, Garrett... You, you had Garrett Cole on that team. And Garrett Cole at one point. Let Gar- that sink in. Yeah, we had the best pitcher in the league. Uh, arguably, in the league. I mean, there was like... Nobody. And we traded him. And we traded him for Colin Moran, Jason Martin, Michael Feliz... His name Michael. His name's Michael, right? Michael Feliz and... Michael... Um, I can't remember. The, Joe Musgrove. So that's four players who have turned out to be average at best. Colin Moran is slightly above average, and Joe Musgrove... I wouldn't even put Moran as above average. Moran's average, and Joe Musgrove has been slightly above average. So that's two That's two block guys. Three guys are in... Four, all four players were in the MLB already, and they all played mediocre to averagely. And we traded... Uh, what's his name? Who was our one? Meadows. We traded Meadows. Yeah, Meadows, uh, Shane Baz, and Tyler Glass now. For Chris, Chris Archer. Who had a five-year A last year. It's just terrible how much... It showed how much uh, GM Neil Huntington did not do a great job. He wasn't sure about any of his decisions. It was all of his staff that tried to make the decision for him. And that doesn't work. When you're a GM, you have to have overwhelming power. You have to, you have to assert yourself in the front office, you have to tell them that it's your Just decision, like not the more. other decisions. He, not the other people's decisions. That, oh my gosh, and then the Mark trade. We get a pitcher that won't play for the next five years, same with a shortstop that won't play. That, that's why I complained about that in the last podcast. And too. we don't even need a shortstop. We literally, that is our smallest need on this team. Exactly. We have so many young dudes that could go in and play shortstop, and Let me trade for another reason, one. And why do we have Adam Fraser still? Exactly. People say he's just a utility. He's just a utility. We don't need a utility guy right now. The best second baseman we have on the team is playing shortstop for us right now. It's Kevin Newman. Exactly. He's the best second baseman on the team. And then the best shortstop on the team is going to start the year in AAA. It's Cole Tucker. He's the best shortstop on the team. Are they going to start him in AAA? I, yeah, I think they are going to start him in AAA. <laughs> just disappeared. I ran him over. Um. Cody yeah. and Modern Warfare, one of the best CODs. But, uh, the they, best COD. Oh, Tiger's got finishing <laughs> He's got finishing moves. That's okay. But they, I feel like Cole Tucker, I, I like Cole Tucker. In my opinion. I like Cole Tucker, and too. And I feel like, who, our outfield, uh, well, it's a mess now that Marte is going. But, oh, yeah, and just a, a normal Pirates move, we sign a pinch runner. Yeah. Marte's replacement. <laughs> right. A pinch runner. A dude, it's not even like he's a pinch hitter. Yeah. He's a pinch runner. That means he'll come in and run when Melky Cabrera's slow butt. Well, Mark Melky didn't even get resigned. Oh, he did. He's not even on the team anymore. Why wouldn't we resign Melky? Pirates, because well, Melky here. was actually like good. Yeah. Like I think he used to hit gap shots that were good. Yeah, I know he was goaded. It's not like he hit like absolute. He bombs. was large too. He was a large man. Exactly. Like an MS. What is he? He's he's gonna do all like a pinch runner. Right. He's uh, going to come in to run for Chris Archer. Right, something, something stupid. And Well, he is starting in center field this year. How is Stallings? Is Stallings any good? <laughs> I made a post about him on Steel City Sports saying that he is one of... Actually, he actually was better than Brian McCann, who's a Hall of Fame catcher, this year, uh, this past year. And I did all this stuff. It's kind of asterisk. Like, I know McCann's at the end of his career, and Stallings may be entering maybe the prime of his career. But still... It shows that Stallings isn't as bad as everybody thinks he is. He's not bad at all. No, we we but he, the best decision we ever made was cutting Cervelli. So yeah, he was, he was washed so up. overpaid. He's washed up. He couldn't hit a ball. And he got injured literally nine times. And guess what? Time. This is a normal uh, Cervelli move. This is what he did on the Yankees. He was actually really good for us before he got his big contract. He was 
he was batting what, like a two fifty to a high to Yeah, and he had he had he had good power and he was great in the clutch. He always he came was. Home. And yeah, and then as soon as we pay him, oh is he's injured, he's injured. Yeah. Oh he's hitting a he's hitting a uh, a two flat to a one fifty at some point. Right. And it's like a waste of money. And I think that but Scott really like our our pitchers though this year, other than Archer they're, they're not too bad, really, when you look at them. you got Musgrove. Yeah, Williams, who actually played really well at the end of last at, year. 2018, at the end of last year, in the 2018 second half was one of the most dominant performances by any pitcher in the second half of baseball history. It literally was. From Trevor um, Williams. From, um, what's his name? Already? Uh, Trevor Williams. From what? Williams. Yeah. I, I just drew a blank on Trevor Williams. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, oh, my gosh. We really need Archer to have a... Pop off season, yeah. and then he said he cut off his dreads because it's a new him. Well, what? Will we throw a four ERA instead of a five right. this year? Right. I, I don't think I don't see any room for him improving unless that new pitching coach Oscar Marine comes in and teaches some new stuff, new mechanics or something. You know what I noticed? Archer does a lot. He throws he throws good like pitches that would str- give anybody strikes to like pitchers and stuff, and then he throws it right down the middle, middle to like Joey Gallo. Right, someone like, like... why are we throwing it down the middle to him? Or we're throwing it down the middle to like last year, say Puig. Right. Like, why are we throwing it down the middle oh to my Yassiel God. Puig? I hate Yassiel Puig. He's, He's so annoying. When he charged our whole team. That was Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett charged our whole team, but then Puig came in and tried to back him up. That's who it was. It was uh, Garrett and then Puig. Yeah. Oh my God! It, it's it's just a it's a mess right now. This team, this team's a mess. The best player on the Pirates right now is probably Brian Reynolds or Josh Bell. Josh Bell or Brian Reynolds, uh, and your best pitcher is average. And it's guess Joe what? Musgrave. You have no other good pitching. Derek Holland, maybe. Though. I mean, I can't see anybody else. And could you imagine that? The Pirates probably aren't even going to be able to re-sign their best hitter. Bell. Josh Bell? No, they probably won't. Because he's going to want a huge contract, and guess what? What am I guessing? You know what the not? Pirates don't like to do? Spend money. Well, nothing. Nothing. Charrington said, I posted this quote again on Steel City Sports. I, it said... Subtle plug, Steel City Sports. So, yeah. Uh, Steel City Sports, I said... Uh, ben Charrington said, actually, that payroll were increased with performance. So basically what he's saying is that the better we do... The more money we'll get, they'll get to spend on players. Nothing will allow more money to spend on players. So if the Pirates suck this year, which they will, they have, will have no money to spend on players. They'll have no money. Oh god! Because nothing doesn't want to give money if we're not doing well. So then you won't be able to resign Josh Bell, which will apparently, according to Charrington, air quotes, building instead of rebuilding. So you want Josh Bell on this team for a World Series, but you're not going to be able to resign him because nothing will give you money for it. So I that, think even if we got enough money, who are other players we need to re-sign this Re- year? Ren- no, not Reynolds. I don't actually know who else is on rookie contracts. Mar- I think Marte would have been. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure it would. It was definitely Marte's. Marte probably been Marte's last year. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's gonna be a poop show. I'll tell you that. We're going to three games with our um, poop. With one of our uh, friends, we're going to three games with one of our friends this year. Yeah, I mean, we're going to a Dodger game. I know that. I think the only thing we got look, we have to look forward Mookie. to is the New Jersey and Mookie. And Mookie. I would love to meet Mookie. We get to Betts. see Mookie. That'd Betts. be so cool to meet. You know, it's bad when we're the fans of the other team and we're excited <laughs> to see a player from the Dodgers. Right. You know, Nick will probably go. But yeah, it it will be terrible. It's bad that we're cheering we're cheering to see Mookie Betts instead of 
And Josh Bell or Brian Reynolds. Although those guys will be good. Yeah, okay. I'm excited to see Reynolds this year. They're they're saying Reynolds may be a uh, Golden Glove. Yeah, he'll probably win Golden Glove. Probably. But who won it? Who's the who was it last year? Dickerson won it a couple oh. of years ago for the Pirates, but um, there was no one else after that. Literally. No, did Morte win it? He won it a couple of years ago after before Dickerson, and I think Kutch maybe won one or two. Kutch was dude. Kutch was so good. Kutch should come back for his last year. He I, loves Pittsburgh. I know. I literally saw him at a uh, Leedsdale fair. Yeah. He, he was there. I I saw him. I didn't go up to him because I didn't want to you know bother him because. He's yeah. Andrew McCutcheon, and you don't know what he's going to do. No, it's not that right. I don't know what he was going to do, but, like, he's a human, too. He probably wants time with his family somewhere, but, like, he, I just saw him there. He was, that was when, after he tore his ACL, so he was still on one of his crutches. Oh, yeah, right. So he, but he probably, he was probably just back in Pittsburgh because, you know, just, I mean, obviously injury, but. Chilling with the fam. I will say this. Yeah. Fam. Okay, I hate to change subject, but, uh. This is a question that I think should be proposed to all of us. And I got this question kind of from Yinzer Sports News on Instagram. On IG. And all things Pittsburgh. Um, should Pittsburgh get an NBA team? Should they get an NBA yes, team? Yes. I love... I think that the... I don't know. You say that Pittsburgh's not ready for the flashiness. But we have... Three you, other teams. Yeah. yeah, but like... Okay. But Every other it, sport. Yeah, they have... Pittsburgh has one of the most successful football franchises of all time. They have a hockey team that's one of the most, that's one of the best in the league right now. We don't talk about the other one, the other team. And <laughs> baseball. The other one's like, and we have a baseball the other team. Ones like Philly. They just aren't included. Well, they. I mean, they in the seventies they were ridiculous. They won three like two yeah, what's World happened Series. Since nothing. I mean. The 2013 You know, people, people don't even try to get pictures with any of the new players. They just try to get pictures with Manny San, uh, Sanguin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. In his wheelchair. They don't want <laughs> They're not trying to get... They're not trying to get pictures with Josh Bell. They're right. trying to get pictures with Manny Old Sanguin. Old Manny. Um, any... Uh, my grandfather got a picture with him. I got a, my hat signed by him. Really? Yeah. Um, he sits in... No, uh, who's your grandfather? Manny's barbecue. He just like... Is his name Papa Sai? Uh, but... I think that an NBA team. I don't think Pittsburgh's market big enough for an NBA team. They. they I think it is. We already have a stadium. PPG. Or not PPG or Peterson's Event Center. The Zoo. No, they would. They would not play Why in a they, college stadium. That doesn't matter. Why no, not? Just rebuild. Just build on it, and you'd have a perfectly yeah, but good. No, but they already have PPG. Yeah, but. I mean, I I can see Pittsburgh having an NBA team. What I would like is like a team relocating from the West over here, and then adding a new team in the West. All right, guys, I think that that wraps up today's episode. We got a significant portion done. Um, and goodbye from all can of you us. Get Michael off of of I shall talk to you guys next week. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. <laughs>